Warning! This episode contains foul language, and Ashley says the grossest thing she's ever said. listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. From warlocks to warts, Bigfoot to boogers, we cover it all. This week we're going to be discussing twins, how they happen, what it's like to be one, and of course, why are they so creepy? My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hey, weirdos. And today our guest is a longtime friend and identical twin, Logan. Hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry about the creepy thing. (laughs) The creepy thing? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't uh, mean to offend, but... Oh, no. I feel like there are certain people in the world that you can say that to. You're one of them. And then there are certain people in the world that, like, I could never say that to. They'd be offended. Well, I hear it all the time from my boyfriend, Joey. Yes. Because I was like, well, you know, I told him I was doing this with you guys. And he was like, I was like, but there's nothing really creepy about us. And he's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like okay, that's a very Joey thing to say. <laughs> right? I mean, and literally sure? the first time I met you and your twin, Cody, I think the first thing was like, this is so scary. I can't handle your faces. Like, well, I just shouted it at you, <laughs> which is so rude. Which is Super rude. It's super rude, but Logan had known me long enough to just be like, whatever, it's Lauren. <laughs> right, yeah. Also, Logan and Cody, you guys look so alike. I mean, you're identical twins, like, no shit. But it's absurd. And you, I don't even know, because I haven't seen Cody in so long. Mm. Do you have the same haircut right now? We close? actually do now. Okay. So it's actually very close. different. Yeah. yeah, I remember you both had long hair for a while. Right. And then you, one of you got your haircut, and it was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and then the other got the haircut, and I was like, no! <laughs> so I'm always like, who has? That's the only yeah. way I could tell you guys apart. I think, actually, we kind of, you know, in a weird kind of way, we kind of wanted to look more alike, actually. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Just because like it's it. kind, of, kind of a cool thing, you know? Oh, oh you have absolutely. a twin. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it. I can tell you guys apart, but I don't know if it's just because I know you so well and I spent so much time with you, but when Cody's in the room, like, I know which one you are. Yeah, it's harder when we're we're separated. Like, if I walk into a room and people, maybe people know Cody, they'll think I'm him. Sure. And then... That's that's actually true. Like, if Cody were to arrive before you, I would probably initially be like, Logan! Wait. Yeah. Who are you? Which one? Who are you? Yeah, it's Um, definitely like that. I feel like I know you guys, I can tell you guys apart when I'm in in a conversation, when I'm talking to one of you guys. But if you were to just walk by, like the other day I ran into Logan at Target. I don't know right. if you yeah. told me that. Yeah. And I knew immediately, I mean, obviously, like, you greeted me. I'm closer friends with you, so, like, you greeted right, yeah. me in a way that was like you. But if I had just seen you, I would have been like, I don't. I'm not sure which I'm one I'm not sure is. which one that is. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I do kind of, like, recognize the cue, like. People look kind of confused, and I'm like, hey, I'm Logan, or, you know, I usually <laughs> Hi, will... It's just, just nice of, of you to do that. Yeah, I won't like, just, like, let someone, confused. like, 
be confused, you know, for a while. But yeah, <laughs> sit there and wonder. Yeah, just they're like using very like nondescript kind of ways to like oh my gosh. address me or something like that. But I'm like, oh yeah, you have I'm no Logan. idea which one. I, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm Logan. It's fine. Let's yeah. just address that. Right yeah, now. that's um, funny. Before we get started talking about twins today, I actually have a story. Um, so this was. It was over Labor Day weekend. Joe and I finally sat down. First of all, you guys have to watch this. We sat down and watched the documentary Unacknowledged, which is finally on Netflix. Finally on Netflix. Did you watch it? Yes. What? Yesterday. Holy crap. That's how I started my day. Yesterday. I was going to ask you about it. Oh my gosh. Incredible. I've been waiting for it for so long. It was on Amazon. You could pay to watch it. And I kept telling Joe, I was like, I guarantee it's going to be free soon. You have I to guarantee wait for it to be, be free. free. That was so smart. Yeah. Um, and you never know with those documentaries. Basically, so Unacknowledged focuses on the files of the Disclosure Project and how UFO secrecy has been ruthlessly enforced and why it's been enforced. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the documentary, we are offered firsthand accounts by and interview- interviews with former military veterans, former assistants to the heads of departments like CIA, former astronauts, former doctors, um, and... With stuff like that, you never know if it's going to be good or if it's going to be, like, really horrible reenactments sure. of garbage. Right, so yeah. I was Bad like, we're going to wait till it's free. It is incredible. The guy who kind of made it, his name's Stephen something. I can't remember his last name. Stephen. Yeah, he's remember. an MD. So he's, mm-hmm. like, a credible source. Okay. And he's basically been trying to, for, like, decades and decades, trying to work with the government on... An initiative to basically find ways to communicate, if we were to have a a contact of some kind, Mm -hmm. communicate with them in a peaceful way and not immediately bring a military force into the situation, not immediately make it a conflict. Yes. But he has been... Just, I mean, shut down at every every step of, of course, the way to yeah. do this, um, and he's he's discovered like secret black ops military crazy town garbage that's happening that focuses on close encounters. Okay, it's crazy. Whoa, you have to watch this documentary. Everyone who's listening to this, you have to watch this documentary. Unacknowledged. So we're watching it, uh, and it's got interviews with all those people. And what I wanted to bring up today and interviewed with a retired coroner. And at one point in the documentary, they speak to a ton of people who are directly involved in the crash site at Roswell in 1947, including a retired coroner who claimed to not not only have seen, but closely inspected the bodies recovered from the crash. Mm-hmm. So this is where it gets kind of crazy. As we're watching, and he, along with several witnesses to the event, give a physical description of the bodies that were found... It gets very strange when they start to describe the hands. So they said that they had four long fingers and no thumb, and that they had suction cups on their fingertips. That's right, yeah. What? Yeah. Now, that may not seem crazy to you unless you listen to Close Encounters of the Joe Kind, which we released in February, but Handsome Joe recalled a story. I was just thinking that as you were describing it. And I have since it. made him retell it several times, and no part of his story or the description of what he saw has ever changed. And I've also had his father, who was also a witness to the event that took place with them, explain to me what they saw and describe what they saw to me. And their description of the event 
matches up completely and has never changed. So I know that they're not lying. Right. Um, but Joe told the story of when he was around 15. He and his father were down in the Connecticut shore looking at boats to potentially buy when they walked past this small shanty. And as they were passing, they both noticed something out of the corner of their eye that made them stop and, like, slowly look because they were like, hold on. Something in their brain was yeah. like, alert, alert, Stop, yeah. something strange. Track. In the window, there was a hand with four long fingers, and one was kind of, like, at the bottom and three were up at the top. And it was stuck to the glass, seemingly, like, suctioned to the glass at the fingertips and as they stopped and looked, it quickly pulled away as though it had been spotted. And they were so spooked, they immediately left the dock and obviously never bought a boat. <laughs> like, they immediately were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Right. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm not kidding when I say Joe's face went completely white when he heard these guys describe the hand of this alien. I've got chills right yeah. now. This is... He, uh, we were listening, this and as insane. he said it, yeah. I, like, slowly turned and looked at him. Like, my jaw was open. Joe was looking at me just white as a sheet. And he was like, did you just hear what I just heard? And I was like, yes. Absolutely. And I was like, four fingers. He was like, did they say four fingers? I think I blacked out. <laughs> we had to rewind it, listen to the description again, and then Joe had to pause it, and we had to, like, take a ten-minute break because Joe was, like, sweating and he, because he, he remembers seeing it and he remembers like, that's always been his like one paranormal thing is like, yeah. I think I saw the hand of an alien, but he was always kind of like, I it could know. have been something else. It just like, at the time it was so ominous and so strange that it was kind of like, what else could it have been? But now he's like, I saw a fucking alien in yeah. Connecticut. He was so spooked by this. It that's was crazy town. Funny. That is insane it was crazy that was his story exactly i mean exactly yeah the description was exact and then of course the next day he called his dad because this was late at night so the next day he called his dad and told him his dad was like no fucking way he's like are you serious right now and i think his dad ended up watching the documentary but it was just like holy crap man to have like something like that happen and then to have like some sort of, like, reassurance, almost, mm-hmm. that, like, what you saw was, was really what you, you saw. You saw it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's just crazy. So, anyways, I had to tell you guys that story. That is, yeah, that was very <laughs> worth sharing. That is bonkers. Yeah. That goes all that the way back to episode two. Two, yeah. yeah. Woo! Woo! That's crazy. I couldn't believe, I can't believe you even mentioned that, because it was literally... I think it, yeah, it was yesterday morning, my brother, my twin brother. Hey. Hey. hey you know, <laughs> and he, uh, he had mentioned that uh, documentary to me and he was, he was like, it's on Netflix. You have to, have to take a look at it. And so I finally, you know, I was like lying in bed and I was watching this and I was like, <laughs> it, it was just like, <laughs> I was like, this Panicking. is crazy. This is, you know. It's really nuts. I mean, every single person that they have on this that they're interviewing, it's not like some guy in an alien t-shirt that's like, I saw one once. It's yeah. like military officials, retired cops, retired doctors. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And the guy who made it, that Steven, or that Steven, MD. Yeah, something. I, I think that's his name. It's Steven. But uh, that's what Meyer's kind of mean? was the big part of it selling it to me because he didn't seem like a kook. So yeah. well-spoken. You know? Yeah. So, he wasn't just he, a crazy guy. He very right, much yeah. so throughout the documentary will be like, I know that this sounds crazy. Yeah. I understand that this sounds crazy. I'm not a whack job. I have, you know, and and he would actually say, you know, there'd be times where he had meetings with, like, the Obama administration. And after the meeting, they denied 
ever having the meeting and, and he's like and he's like in luckily I save everything so right, here's yeah. the letter I received yeah, from them God. after the meeting saying yeah. like going over what we went over you know what I mean so it's like he had tons of files and actual evidence and he spoke very eloquently and he was very very adamant about like I know how crazy this sounds right and I like that because but, it's easy to have those conspiracy theory hunting whack yeah. jobs that are like I know the government's against us, but they have zero evidence to back it up. I saw Bigfoot once. Exactly. To have a guy that has his stuff that backed up, like, that's when you know it's good. Yeah. And that makes me so excited to watch it. Oh my gosh. You I have can't wait to. for you to see it. It's I've watched complete garbage paranormal oh, movies and alien movies. So. Oh man. Especially <laughs> alien are both documentaries. Advertising this well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> They're paying me. Oh, right. <laughs> unacknowledged. Our sponsor. No. Uh, our sponsor today is Unacknowledged, <laughs> the documentary on Netflix right now. Pay <clears throat> for being free. Anyways, let's talk about twins, because that's why we're here hey, today. Hey, twins. Welcome to Keep It Weird. We're talking about twins. Let's talk about first how twins work. What are twins? What are twins? <laughs> For those of you who don't know. And I was like, this will probably be some information that people I know. know I learned some stuff when I was I looking did it too. up. Yeah, I, I for didn't sure. know. Also, I don't know if I'll pronounce all the words correctly because I have some science-y words in here that I'm like, yeah, well. I mean, I like zygote or something. Well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> they say the words like dizygotic and monozygotic. Would so, you yeah. say zygotic? Because it's zygote. Or would you say zygotic? You know? Oh. Stuff like I mean, that. I don't know. Right. Well, if, don't the know. Twin, <laughs> if the twin doesn't know, we're fine. No. I'm going to say... Zygotic, because it sounds, sounds better, better, but you can, all of you out there, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so. Or, another idea, mind don't. your own goddamn business. Mind uh, your yeah. business. Mind your business. <laughs> okay, so there are fraternal twins, there are identical twins, there are conjoined twins, which are oh, really hella crazy. Um, fraternal twins are dizygotic, meaning that they developed from two different fertilized eggs by two different sperm cells. So it's almost like they're siblings just growing in the womb together, and they're born on the same day. Um, while identical twins are monozygotic, meaning they developed from a single fertilized egg that just split, which is why their DNA and a is identical. Sperm. And a single sperm. Yeah. Yes. One right. fertilized egg that happened to split into two, which is why they look identical. Their DNA is identical. La, 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 la. The likelihood of identical twins is the same all around the world. It's about three in every 1,000 births. While the incidence of fraternal twins varies around the world, it varies by geography, which is interesting, but it ranges from about 6 to 20 per 1,000 deliveries. So it's it's higher for fraternal, but varies, whereas like all over the world, identical is much more rare, which is why it's so cool. Conjoined twins happen when the egg splits 12 days or more after fertilization. So normal... Um, like identical twins will split very quickly, like within four to eight days after the egg is fertilized, whereas conjoined twins, the split happens later, which is why the split won't be complete and the bodies will still Whoa. be partially attached, which is nuts. Um, identical twins have the exact same genetic code and are almost always held in one sack in utero, but sometimes not. Sometimes the sacks are split. Um, whereas fraternal twins are always held in separate sacks and their genetic codes act like that of normal siblings. They're still born on the same day with the same age, but they will be like any other brother and sister or brother and brother or sister and sister. Identical twins, even though their genetic code is the same, have different fingerprints, which That's I think right. is so cool. Whoa, so it's still really? like We're still different people. I kind of like that. Still have their own identity. So you could commit a crime... And like, like blame if, it on Cody. Well, if like if they were using oh, no. like if my hair fell out, I was gonna say it depends on what they collect. Yeah, if they collected like if I wore gloves or something and I didn't leave any fingerprints, maybe. 
Yes, then it could be blamed you on know. Cody. Because if, like, blood or hair or urine is found, the DNA right. would be so closely matched to a twin that they wouldn't they wouldn't even to... be able to decide who it was. They'd have to try both right, of you. Yeah. Whereas if a fingerprint was lifted, it could be traced back to either Logan or Cody because those are different. Right. Which, is, which is interesting. Um, they, other than that, other than the fingerprints, identical twins are identical in every way, with a few exceptions, because sometimes there are identical twins with some differing genes and mutations, but it is very rare. And identical twins are made genetically identical. Those differences that do happen rarely are because of some other environmental or outside factor. Would it be like a birthmark? Yeah, like something would have to happen in the womb, like something got like rubbed or like, like got out of like place. How, or... Like how Nemo's egg gets scratched, yeah, and, his and then his is... little fin was small. Exactly, oh. it would have to be like some. Out... <laughs> That's a hilarious example, Logan but actually a great way to look at it. It's like that little tiny fin. So some, yeah, it would be an outside factor. It would have nothing to do with like the fertilized egg because that splits identically. Um, and there's also a type of an identical twin called a mirror image twin, which I didn't know about where they are identical, but if like there's a birthmark or a freckle, it'll be on the opposite side of the face or the body than the other. So it's like they're Whoa. looking in a mirror. Right. We're kind of mirror a little bit. Are you? Because like I part my hair on the, I think on the different side and he's right-handed and I'm left-handed. <gasps> oh, right. So, isn't that weird? You guys are I like mirror-eyed. You yeah. guys are. We're that's pretty and good. hair that's parting cool. is actually uh, like a genetic thing, too. Because it feels normal to do it on one side, doesn't it? Your hair will naturally fall right, that it way. it falls the crown, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, it's something of the know. way... Yeah, because yeah. your hair wants to fall. And I've changed it a few times, I was gonna though, say, so I don't know if that's a good... Well, but... everyone has a natural like hair part. Like I, I read something about this recently where, like, so widow's peak, people with a widow's peak, don't right. have a natural hair uh, part, apparently, on their scalp. But if you don't have a widow's peak, there is a sort of natural side-to-side -side way that your hair part... It has something to do with calyx on your skull. Right, okay. yeah. It, that makes we sense. have widow's peak, so it's a little difficult. Oh, okay. So, right, you, yeah. kind okay. Of, yeah. so you have opposite parts. One's right-handed, one's left-handed. That's cool. You guys are a little mirror guys. No, okay. <laughs> I love it. Gosh, twins are fascinating. I love this. Um, also, children who are born of identical twins are actually considered to be half siblings rather than first cousins, That's which true. I found crazy. And I have um, my friend Brett and my friend Zach live together and they're cousins and their dads are identical twins. So when I was reading this, doing my research, I texted him immediately and I was like, Did you know you're living with your brother and not your cousin? And he was like, Yes. I was like, oh. oh I thought okay. I was revealing, I like, I... <laughs> mind-blowing news to him. And he was like, of course, we know that already. But then... You thought the news was so mind-blowing that you, it would have been better if you'd, like, told him in person? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, like would you like to meet up? I have something to tell you. And he well, was like, Joe yes. have cousins? Because his parents... One of his... Yeah, didn't you say... No, he doesn't. So... Well, oh, okay. not, so he doesn't on have that. not on his mother's side. Not on his mother's side. So he doesn't so have that had, situation. Yeah, so it would be a half-sibling, which I think is so cool because of that genetic makeup. So my friend Brett and his cousin, Zach, are actually half-brothers. But what was funny was I texted him so excited, and he was like, yes, of course I knew that. And then he went on without me even provoking him because I was, like, depressed and wanting to run away. He was like, also, it's pretty cool... Um, me and Zach each have a third nipple in the exact same place on our body. Oh, weird. Isn't that crazy? What? So they're half brothers from these identical twins. They both have a third nipple in the exact same place, right below their real left nipple. What? Silence. Who? <laughs> <I know>. What? <laughs> Ashley's mind is blown. Thank you. I wanted to blow someone's mind. <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, it's also possible that twins can have different dads, um, which I had heard before, but I wasn't sure if that was actually real. It's a one in a million occurrence, but Dr. Paternal twins, you mean? Um. Because not identical. Not identical, yes. Dr. Hilda Hutcherson, clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology at Columbia, explained on the Today Show that normally a woman releases one egg each month. Um, but for certain women, there can be two. And at the same time, the mom had intercourse with two different men in the span of five days. And because sperm can remain alive in the reproductive tract for that long, each man's sperm fertilized one of the eggs that dropped and voila, two babies with two different daddios. I actually have a quick story about that. Get it, girl. It, I labeled it, people are gross. Uh, <laughs> in 2004, Holly Marie Adams gave birth, gave birth to a baby girl. The birth certificate lists Raymond Miller as the father, but he's not content with this. DNA testing has been unable to prove that he, as opposed to his twin brother, is the real father. So it's kind of the same. It's not really the same. She didn't have twins, but... So basically what happened was Holly Marie was sleeping with both twin brothers Uh, at the same time. Also, what a floozy. I know, people are gross. So sometimes sometimes she had slept with both of them on the same damn day without either of the twins knowing she was sleeping with them both. And their DNA is more than 99% identical, so there's no way to prove which man is the father and which man is the uncle. They will never Fucking no! Well, see, that kind of actually reminds me of something. I met a a group of, like, of not knowing. I met a set set of twins that um, my brother was actually dating one of them. Oh. And uh, so he asked them, he was like, he was like, so uh, which one of you is older? Because everyone always asks that. Sure. I'm the younger one by eight minutes. And he, this guy said, he was like, oh, well, we don't know. And he was like, what do you mean you don't know? And he said, well, when our parents brought us home from the hospital, they mixed us up. And so (gasps) I have no idea. And my brother was like, doesn't that drive you insane? That would make You know, it would horrible. drive me insane. And he was like, no, not really. You know. <gasps> they just don't care. What? Just I would have to know. And I'd be like, who am I really? Yeah. What if, like, up. you, on your birth certificate, you are now being called by, like, your brother's name. Right. Because you don't right, really yeah. know who you are. You don't know who your true identity is. But I guess it doesn't matter because your DNA matches. Yeah. It's not like you get baby fingerprints. Sure. Right, yeah. And growing <laughs> up, it was such a, a thing, like, you know... Cody was like, I'm your older brother. So there was this that sort of dynamic, you know? I love that. I was that. the younger one and stuff. And so You're the baby. they wouldn't have that. They wouldn't have that dynamic. You know? That is interesting. Oh, they just so never strange. want to know. I always think of when Uncle Jesse switched up the twins on Full House and I was so upset. But Becky figured it out. <laughs> well, actually, when when our mom brought us home from the hospital, she painted Cody's toenail red. So what a smart lady. So she wouldn't. And then she, you know, found like the differences in our bodies. Like I have dimples on my thighs and stuff oh. so she would know you know but like in the very beginning yeah you have to learn that she, oh, yeah, yeah she painted his because it's not on, even yeah. like a matter of like we'll dress one in this color and, and the other in this totally. color because it's like eventually you're gonna have to give him a bath yeah right yeah so, exactly you can't always go be, by yeah. that it'd be so easy <laughs> and i feel like there's no shame in that you don't need to know your twin baby exactly right, the moment yeah. they come out like you have to learn their differences too um, also another fun fact, Massachusetts has the most twin births in the U.S. every year. Cool, I'm so glad I'm I was like, you're moving oh. there. And New Jersey and Connecticut are a close second, so it's Fuck like, what is it about, like, me. the Northeast? Like, something's something going the on something over there. The water, yeah. I just think that's, like, a weird thing. Like, it's every year. It's those states that have the most. I just think that's, oh, like, weird. that's an interesting thing. That is thing. weird. There has to be something. It right. also could be genetics, because I didn't, this is something I learned that I didn't know. Uh, I mean, you already went over it, kind of. So, 
identical twins are same egg, same sperm. Yes. So that is not genetic. That is just something that happens. Right. Fraternal twins, or is it fraternal or paternal? Fraternal. Fraternal twins. Fraternal twins are genetic. Right. Because women who, uh, like fraternal twins will run in a family because if one woman is, you know, produces many eggs at one time. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So, for example, I've always been worried because Joe's mom is an identical twin. You have. So I was like, you thought you had the chance, yeah. but that was but just a crazy I don't have chance. any more of a chance of having twins. Yeah, because it, they're not paternal. That's twins. why identical twins are so rare because it's just a crazy thing of the egg splitting, yeah, which doesn't. Really it's a miraculous. Why, yeah, no one has any idea why. Like so that's when you try to look up the science. If just in happens. that part of the world, it's just the you know there's, there's a ton genetics. of families and the right. genetics because that part of the world too is a part of the world where. You kind of stay. It's like multi generations. You of families, stay there forever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, so yeah. it could be a genetic thing. They and just that. got that gene pool. Yeah. 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 I've also heard of a different. It's it's like a rumored kind of thing that I I went to high school with a set of twins that were girls that looked really really identical, but they were actually fraternal. fraternal. Kind of like the Olsen twins. They're fraternal. Yeah, they're fraternal. But they look a whole lot alike. Right. And they thought there's this sort of. I don't know if it's proven, but a third type of twin where the egg splits or no. Yeah. The egg splits and then it's fertilized by two different sperm. So you would have the same genetic material from your mother, but different from your father. Oh, so it might account for why they look so much alike. Right. But they, they aren't, totally identical but i don't i don't know if it's proven well i mean okay. technically you said that the the egg will split in four days yeah and sperm right. can stay alive for five 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 so, so that right. would make sense it's ex- so probably the sperm could still be like oh wait there's that split egg yeah. <laughs> like, let me go get it's it it's probably right, yeah. extraordinarily rare yeah but it absolutely it seems like that could happen yeah judging by this science it is possible wow science 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 <laughs> Um, births of identical twins amount to less than one half of 1% of all births. And then the subcategory of identical twins who were raised apart, which we're going to talk about later, typically comes to only about three sets per million people. So both very rare occasions. Um, identical twins who are raised apart aren't always raised differently because sometimes there is selective placement. If it's like an adoption situation or a research situation, they will select families who are similar so that the twins can be raised in a similar way. But some scientists hate this because twins are a big point of research that mm-hmm. scientists are fascinated by. And they do twin studies all the time. And they hate this because they want to do nature versus nurture experiments. And it's like, you're ruining that for us when you find them identical families that are a lot alike and raising them the same. But anyway, to say, with all these issues aside, the science of twins and twin studies are still like the best game in town for what scientists use for the nature versus nurture aspect and also for handling genetic aspects of aging like what happens when we age diseases that we get how we treat our bodies that is huge um a big example is um identical twins that have been studied they are twice as likely they are twice more likely than fraternal twins to both get cancer and they are similarly more apt to share a tendency to high blood pressure varicose veins heart disease, arthritis, and tuberculosis. Which would be a nature situation. Yes, which that points to nature. Um, One study found that identical twins die only three years apart on average versus six and a half years for same-sex fraternal twins and ten years for opposite-sex fraternal twins. 
These similarities also hold true psychologically. Um, for almost every behavioral trait so far investigated, like reaction time, even up to spirituality, like religion, most identical twins will hold the same qualities of those traits, whereas fraternal twins can greatly differ, just like normal siblings. Like, they'll make different choices. However... Even though identical twins are twice more likely than fraternal twins to both get cancer, it's still very, very rare for them. Um, it doesn't happen a lot. It's actually like a very small percentage, about one in 10 identical twins. If one gets cancer, the other will. So then that shoots down the nature perspective. And sometimes, even if it's a genetic disease, even if that's a factor, sometimes one of the twins will be completely fine. So that's where right. everybody gets baffled and is like, wait, I thought we had yeah. nature down. But, but other things can cause cancer, like exactly. smoking, like lifestyle choices and, and stuff. And that brings lifestyle in nature. Choices, but even usually, like where you live. like Right, yeah, where you live and stuff. Living in LA would be more, more likely to get cancer than, say, living in <laughs> right. like southern Illinois, just for like pollutants. Totally. Like, what you're inhaling all the time. Right, yeah. And they found that with cognitive function as well, they were studying Alzheimer's. And while having a twin with Alzheimer's disease um, seemed to increase the second twin's chances, there were plenty of twins who did not develop it when the other does. So even though genetics and, you know, heredity, like all of those things do play into our health, what scientists are learning is that it truly is about how you live your life. They're definitely Mm -hmm. leaning more towards the nurture side with most of their twin studies saying... Like, don't think you're helpless when you find out you have a certain gene or a chromosome that could cause a disease because there's still a lot of things you can do with your lifestyle to keep fighting for it and fight against those patterns. And we're finding that with twins. So I thought that was so kind of good a cool to know. Thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if Cody gets something, don't just be like, well, I'm dead. Like, I can <laughs> exactly, still figure yeah. it out. Um, and then I had one more cool thing. NASA um, has been doing a twin study with these two guys named Scott and Mark Kelly, who are both astronauts. They sent one of the twins, Scott, up into space for a year, and Mark stayed on the ground because they wanted to study the effects of a year-long space travel trip on the body. And so they would bring him back down, test both their DNA, and see if there were any changes. Um, Actually, this year, like probably pretty soon, because the original article came out in February, we're going to be learning a lot more, and journals are going to be published about it. But some of the preliminary findings were that um, some of Scott's blood cells, who was he was the one that was up in space, they got longer. Like, they grew longer, which, like, normally throughout your life, they get shorter and they deteriorate. They got longer when he was in space, but then when he came back down to Earth, they were normal. But as they were monitoring him in space, they were getting longer. Um, However, they were also studying Mark, the twin, while he was on the ground, and both of them were experiencing getting longer chromosomes in the month of November and they think it was related to a stressful family event that was happening around that time and it was happening to both of them but then Mark stopped and Scott who was up in space they still noticed he was getting longer so that was weird because Mark like experienced it as well for a hot second which is like hello who how Um, another research team found an apparent decrease in bone formation during the second half of Scott's space mission that was not happening to Mark And another group identified a slight decrease in cognitive ability, like his thinking speed and accuracy. But they said this wasn't a substantial enough issue to, like, warn people of. Like, you're going to be dumber when you get back. It wasn't enough. But they did. (laughs) They noticed a little bit of that. Um, Also, they noticed that there was whole genome sequencing of Mark and Scott that became different, like, when they got back. Like, before they left, everything was identical. And when they came back, 
Um, sequencing showed more than 200,000 RNA molecules that were express- expressed differently between the twins. We are going to look closer at this to see if some weird space gene could have been activated while Scott was in space. Or what? is it Scott that came back? Because now, I've seen the astronaut's <laughs> wife with Johnny Depp and Charlize Theron, and I know what happens when you go to space. I think they sent somebody else back. Like, how could it be that different? How could it be that different? It's not Scott. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they, again, there's going to be more studies released. This was all preliminary, but they were amazed because all of a sudden all the sequencing was different between the two of them. So they're like, space gene. Um, And, yeah, so hopefully we're going to find some new science journals and get some more info on that. But I thought it was cool that NASA's using twins for some studies. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, before, so we were going to go into personal stories next, but after you said all that, I kind of have some really interesting stories about twins who were separated at birth. Yes. And how they grew up separately, but the fucking same. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So... So everyone always jokes that twins are creepy because they look alike and act alike. But of course they act alike. They share the same DNA. They grew up surrounded by the same people, playing with the same toys, doing the same activities. They probably liked and hated all of the same movies for the same reasons. Makes sense. But it's when they don't do any of these things together and still end up the same person when Mm -hmm. it's like really strange. So I have some really crazy examples. This one's just, I can't even, I can barely talk about it. Um, <laughs> Ohio resident James Edward Lewis, who married a woman named Linda, but divorced her and married a woman named Betty, with whom he had a son, son named James Allen. Lewis had been adopted as a baby, and when he was in his late 30s, he tracked down and met for the very first time his twin brother, James Arthur Springer, who married a woman named Linda, but divorced her and married a woman named Betty, with no. whom he had a son named James <laughs> Allen. Nope. That's not what? real. That's fake. What? It's fake news, actually. There's no way! <laughs> he was also adopted as a baby, so he didn't grow up in the foster home. So they were both adopted, both somehow named James. Yeah, so they they both were named James a, totally yeah. separately. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Both Ooh. married a Linda, got a divorce, married a Betty, had a son, both named their son James. Well, naming their son James is not like super crazy because it's like a, you know, James the yeah. second, but still like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's still fucking it's weird. It's still weird, yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. After the story broke, the Jameses were contacted by psychologist Thomas Bouchard, who wanted to study how similar twins can be growing up apart. It turns out the twins had even more similarities. They both had dogs named Toy as kids that they named. Okay. What? (laughs) They both liked math and carpentry in school and hated spelling. They both had jobs in law enforcement, Springer as a deputy sheriff and Lewis as a security guard. They both got headaches at the same time of day. Oh, my God. They're identical, right? They're identical twins. Right, yeah. That's not the only case of this happening. Even when twins have a radically different upbringing, they still end up having a lot in common. For example, this should be a movie. Um, Oscar Store and Jack Yufa. Yuf? Yufa? Yufa. It's Yufa. Hello. They were separated as babies in Europe in the 1930s. Store grew up in Germany and joined the Hitler Youth. Yufa was raised a Jew and moved to Israel. 
So Whoa. literally the op- most opposite lives, complete opposite upbringings, core beliefs, understandings of the world. Also, yeah. 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 <laughs> and when they met, they met in their 50s. They found out that they spoke alike, liked the same foods, and shared oddly specific habits like wearing rubber bands around their wrists and flushing the toilet before using it. Oh my god. Which, who does that? that? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I think, that's even come yeah, up I think it's in one conversation. of those things. I guarantee they like had lunch one day and one of them like went to use the bathroom and he had the toilet flush twice and right, he had to okay, be like, right, right. Wait a did second. you flush the toilet before you used it? <laughs> that does sound so, like something we would talk about. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, that would be a conversation. You know? <laughs> um, then you have Delph. Daphne Goodship and Barbara Herbert. Daphne and Barbara first met when they were 40. Um, Daphne was raised Jewish and Sharon... Wait, hold on. These aren't the same names. Oh, what's happening? Oh, okay. Yes, okay. <laughs> what? Wait, is Debbie supposed to be Daphne? Maybe, but then who's Sharon? Who's Sharon? My notes Sharon? are crazy right now. Maybe we'll, we'll say, go back okay, to Daphne. Maybe and Daphne Barbie. and Har- Barbara. So Daphne was raised Jewish and uh, Barbara was raised Catholic. They two discovered similar life experiences. They found out that they both had a miscarriage the same year, oh, followed cool. by having two boys and a girl in that order. Uh, they admit now, now after knowing each other, they admit they've also cooked the same meal from the same recipe book on the same day without knowing it. Oh my. Um, and a psychologist who studied the two women called them the giggle twins because they laugh and fold their arms the exact same way. They both drink their coffee cold and use the same brands of products and both have heart murmurs. So they grew up completely separately, didn't meet till they were 50. Then we have Adriana and Tamara. Tamara Rabbi is a city girl raised Jewish. Adriana is Catholic and raised in the suburbs, but they have many similarities in spite of growing up in separate environments. They're both night people. They both love to dance. They both want to have a boy and a girl, and they use the same shampoo. They're both B students, and the subject that gives them the most trouble is math. And the craziest part about these long-lost twins is that they actually ran into each other as they were attending the same school. They had no idea about each other's existence at all. They didn't even know they had a twin, and they met in college where they went together. Somehow. I mean, that is Lindsay Lohan and the parent trap. <laughs> right, they yeah. met at the same camp. <laughs> we have done that. Exactly. My brother and I at like a bar or something like that, Like I'll just, he'll be standing at the bar and I'll walk up next to him. We'll uh, pretend like we don't know each other, and the bartender <laughs> will Shut be like up. freaking out. Like, you guys look so much alike and stuff. And we're like, really? I don't, I guess I don't so. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't really see it. Oh and my shut you know, up. And we have, like, very similar voices, yeah. too. So, so yeah, sometimes we do play that. You I have to play practical jokes it. if you're a twin. Like, you have to. Oh, yeah. I, I would do that all the time. That's all I would do. My gosh, so you'll I literally... I wouldn't even have a job. I would just do that. I, I would have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll literally just walk up to each other separately just to play a joke on the board. Oh, day. yeah. That's, oh, my gosh. I, mean, I feel that's like my that's dream. the craziest thing we do. But, yeah. That's great. We need to come up with new pranks for new, you New do. pranks. I know. We'll come that's up with That's actually what the rest of this podcast is going to be, is trying to come up with new pranks. Right. Twin <laughs> jokes. Um, I have two more. Tom Patterson and Steve Tazumi. Tom and Steve met seven years ago. Tom is from rural Kansas. He's a Christian. His parents were janitors. Steve was raised as a Buddhist, lived in Philadelphia, and his father was a pharmacist, so did not have the same upbringing. However, both of the men grew up to have the exact same careers. They both own and operate a bodybuilding gym and are both, like, super into fitness, and they were adopting as babies. Yeah. 
Oh, here's Debbie and Sharon. Debbie Melman <laughs> and Sharon Pissette were brought up in different faiths, different traditions, etc. But when they finally met each other, they found out that when they get excited, they both cross their eyes. Oh my god. Which, one, don't be a weirdo. But two, <laughs> that's crazy. They also found that they both studied social work, have the exact same facial expressions, hand gestures, vocal patterns, and even finish each other's sentences, and they didn't meet until they were 50. Um... Mm. And then the only other one, this one's just kind of crazy, uh, a crazy story. Samantha Feederman and uh, Anai Bordier. So I yes. saw a documentary on this one. Yeah, they do have a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's called really, Twinsters. It's, I watched it kind of recently. It and good? it's so cool. Like okay. the way they met. I mean, yeah, read the story, but everyone should watch it. I don't know it's the like, super details, but basically just imagine one day you're hanging out watching YouTube videos when you come across someone in the video that looks exactly like you, which is what happened to Anai Bourdieu, a French student studying fashion in the UK. She, after researching the girl in the video that was like a mirror image of herself, she found out her name is Samantha Feederman, and she's an actress living in America, and she was born on the same day in the same city as Anai. And she reached out to her potential twin on Facebook and reunited in real life. And then a DNA test confirmed that they're identical twins. So, yeah, their story. So I was going to ask if you had seen it because I yeah, haven't seen it. But there I did is watch a it. documentary. Yeah, just, is it I, a YouTube documentary or like what is it? Um, or is it on Netflix? Or? I don't remember how oh, I watched okay. it, to be honest. It may have been on Amazon, but I know it is on YouTube. It exists there and you can watch it. But, yeah, it's called Twinsters and it's so fascinating a but also just heartwarming because you watch their whole journey of meeting each other and they're still even though they find out they have the same birthday and look exactly alike in the moments up to meeting each other they're still like but maybe it's not and they're so nervous and stressed and then the moment that they meet and they start getting along and then they go to the doctor and find out they are identical just like the crying and the emotion and the oh attachment God. that they get to each other is overwhelming and it was the cutest Did they thing know i've ever that seen they were First of all, they knew they were adopted. They knew they were adopted, yes. They didn't know that but they, they were didn't a twin. they didn't know they had a twin. Or even a sibling. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, my so God. So it was just a complete imagine. surprise. And then they go on a hunt for, like, their original parents, and it's just a whole journey. But it's cute because the first time they meet, they spend, like, a week together. And at the end of the week, they don't want to separate because they immediately feel that connection. Oh, yeah, and it's, definitely. like, it's not even just a best friend. Like, they... We're hugging goodbye and just bawling. Like, I don't want to leave you. Like, I just found you and I want to be with you forever. And it's just, like, it's the most heartwarming cutest that's thing. so sweet so yeah everybody should watch it it's great and crazy bonkers i know what a way what a world what a, yeah hello youtube <laughs> that's my twin <laughs> um so anyways yeah so i just think it's crazy that the you know like i said you grow up with someone even me and my sister have like the same vocal patterns we have yeah. the same sense of humor we you know if you heard she's going to be coming on the podcast in october and you might not really be able to tell our voices apart. I mean, my we sister. grew up together. We're so close. We can finish each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. But if we had not been raised in the same house, I mean, she's she's complete opposite of me. She's like a tomboy. She's super active. She's got boobs. I do not. Same she has with blonde hair, blue eyes. I have brown hair, brown eyes. Like we're complete opposite. Um, 
So if we grew up separately, there's no, we would have nothing in common. Then. Sure. <laughs> I think the same with my sister. But we have the exact same voice to the point where when we answer the phone, no one can tell us apart. And it would be the same on this podcast. So we have, like, some physical similarities. But she has huge boobs and I have zero. <laughs> what happened? How I know, that like, fair? how? How did you get those? I don't understand. My mom has small, so I'm like, she literally came out of nowhere with those boobs. But, um, yeah, we get along so well and we're very similar. I've talked about my sister several times on this podcast. She loves creepy things. Like, we grew up loving the paranormal and stuff. But I always think, like, if I were just to meet her in the world, we would never get along. I feel like we'd be complete opposites. But that's the nurture situation of siblings. Yeah. Whereas identical twins from across the world are connected and the same in some, some way. Right, yeah. It's weird. Do you have any crazy stories? Oh, uh, well... I mean, I feel like or I have... Or just interesting stories. It I do have, have crazy, like, like really good keep it weird stories. Yes, like, please. That's like, what oh, wait, we're like looking twin? for. Oh, twin? Keep it oh, yeah, like oh, twin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, go. Crazy twin I stuff. I want to know all about it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember it was ages ago when, Lauren, you asked me this. And and I couldn't think of anything immediately because I was like, oh, there's got to be something. And I was like, give me a little bit of time and I'll, I'll just, like, think back on my childhood. And then I was like, oh, why did I not remember this? So, um... Growing up, my brother and I would sleepwalk together. That's like Whoa. that's like a weird kind of thing. Yeah. And we would sleep sleepwalk separately, but like we would also do it together quite often. And we would like go into the kitchen and turn the lights on and off, like on and off, on and off, on and off. And our mom would come out and have to like take us to Pretty bed. Bad. And then the creepiest time was probably when we well we we're sleepwalking and then we went into we don't remember this but we went into our parents room our mom and our stepdad and we were standing at the foot of their bed Ew. you know like oh some God. horror movie yeah like some it's horror like the movie. shining twins exactly like, yeah that's what I and we're both we're like both like very blonde we're blonde hair blue eyed and they look like creepy little you know creepy <laughs> dolls little monsters yeah creepy little Jesus. dolls yeah and so we're standing there and they wake up and my mom's like <laughs> you know <laughs> Hitting, hitting my stepdad, like, wake up. She's like, is everything okay, boys? You know, or something. We're just standing there, you know, staring straight ahead. And I can't remember if it was my brother or me, but they said um, that one of us said, uh, we're perplexed. We were, like, eight years old. We're, like, we're little. perplexed? We're perplexed. And then... And then they took us to bed. I would have shot you like, in the face. <laughs> 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 so, I would have yeah. been like, well, I have no son now. Nope. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's, That's horrifying. Crazy. See, this is why I don't want twins. Because you guys are going to scare me in the middle of the night. <laughs> right, um, yeah. Kids do that in general, though. You know, yeah, they yeah that's weird in general. I did that all the time. Well, but, so, oh, that's cool. I wonder... We haven't had an episode on sleep disorders before. I wonder if sleep disorders are hereditary. Right. Because that would make sense. Like, if you're, you do you know, do. just off the top of your head, if your mom or dad ever slept walk when they were younger? I don't know. Okay, because that would make Could say, the yeah. argument. Because they don't, because... I mean, Even I, if you said yes or no, I would have literally no follow-up, because this is just a thought that popped right. up. Right. <laughs> 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 Nothing else to say after that. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I even sleepwalk, like... To this day, it doesn't happen too often. Oh my gosh, this is like not a twin thing, but <laughs> but at our old place that we lived in like a little over a year ago, we had moved into this new place. Like we'd been there for like maybe a month or two or something. Mm-hmm. And um, thank God I wasn't. You might know where I'm going with this. Thank God I wasn't sleeping naked that night because oh, no. I got up and I was down the hallway. 
in our apartment building before in the I, complex. But yeah, in the complex. So I you left, woke up. Yeah, I left our apartment building and I was like down the hallway, uh, almost to the stairs, oh, and, shit. which is like which is like fifty feet, and I'm in my underwear, no keys, uh, and I was like. I sort of like woke up and and I realized where I was and I was it was like a bad dream like I was it was in like a dream where you're on stage naked, naked yeah and you're naked and you're like, except like, like thank God I wasn't like completely naked right. I had underwear on at least and oh I God. run back to our apartment and it's locked and so I'm like I was like do I bang on the door I don't want to wake anyone else up yeah, and, like, yeah have people come out and so I was just trying to like bang on the door and Joey came you know unlocked it and stuff he was like what are you doing and I was like. I don't just, know. I woke up in the hallway. I'm just yeah. here. Does Cody still sleepwalk at all? Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if he sleptwalked that bad. Like to the know, point where you leave your apartment. Yeah, or leave yeah. and leave the bed or something. Yeah. But we do have a lot of like weird kind of things that happen at night and stuff. Like even even um, this was like probably like a month ago or something. I woke up and I sort of turned over and. I thought I saw Cody lying like right beside me. And I was like, Cody, Cody, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And why are you was, in my bed? Yeah, I was like, why are you here? And then uh and then it just and then Joey rolled rolled over and he was like and Cody was gone. And I was like, what was that? I don't know. And so of course I called him the next day and I was like, Do you remember something weird happening last night? Mm-hmm. He was like, No, no, I'm good. Or something. Man, so been he, so cool. If he <laughs> had fucking told you, like, I thought I saw you in my bed last night, I would have shit on my couch right now. Right. Yeah. And we would have had to pause the recording this episode and to clean <laughs> my butt and the couch because I would have pooped myself. That would have been. I would have just died. Have you ever? Has have you ever experienced? Like, have you ever known what Cody was? It, has anything ever happened to Cody? And like, you knew it happened to him. When you weren't with him? Only, well, we were, I mean, when we were at school, I remember when he broke his teeth the first time. The that first was, time? What? He would, it was one of those what things. What on earth? One of those, he just kept breaking his teeth. Are you guys both clumsy? Yes. So I was like, like lo- ladies and gentlemen, cl- Logan is quite ladies clumsy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very clumsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we've, we spilled one beer. Oh, we brought Already? beer. We forgot, we forgot to say. <laughs> We're uh, drinking Logan beer. Logan brought beer. Logan's yeah. so great sweet. Guest, great guest. He brought great us guest. beer. Um, We're sweetie. And we spilled one. Yes, yeah. And by we, I mean Logan. By, yeah, already, it already happened. So. <laughs> it already happened. Okay, so, so we have teeth. paper towels. Anyways, he broke well, his teeth. Well, the first time, it was in gym class, I remember, and I was um, sort of outside. I was outside and he was inside. He had tripped over something and broke his teeth by falling flat on his face. Oh, and my uh, we were word. like in the fourth grade, I think. And and I just like was outside and I sort of stopped and I ran back in because I just felt like something was wrong. And then he was on the ground like screaming and stuff. And so I was like running over to him. What? What's going on? And oh, so, that's cool. You found so out that, that he broke his teeth. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, only... you felt the feeling that something had happened before you even ran back. Right. Yeah. Outside. And that's still. Cool. We've never had, other than that, we've never really had something that was sort of like a psychic connection. Sometimes we'll call each other and be like, hey, how are you feeling? Like, I was, you know, thinking about you. But I think family members tend to do that. In general. In general, yeah. yeah. I think that if you're really close to someone, because yes. that's the argument against, because there is something called twin telepathy, where right. there have been people who have like... There, uh, there was this one girl who woke up in the middle of the night and had a horrible pain in her, I think it was her, yeah, it was a horrible pain in her stomach. 
And she, like, got up and she thought she was going to throw up and she ended up going to the hospital because uh, she thought, like, her appendix ruptured or something. And by the time she got to the hospital, she was fine. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, and, and the doctor, she even saw the doctor and the doctor was telling her, like, it was gas. But as she was waiting in the hospital, she had gotten a call and her twin sister, her appendix did burst. Oh, man. And she was, and they were, like, in college. So they were at different schools. Weird. And her twin was obviously having, like, her appendix, like, removed, basically, or whatever they uh-huh. do. And she... Saw the doctor anyway, because she had the pain. So yeah. she was like, something's right, yeah. wrong. Something is going on. And the doctor was basically like, it could have been a gas pain. But at that point, she was already like, I think it was my sister having, like, her appendix oh, explode. So the argument against twin telepathy is that, of course, when you're close enough with someone, you're going to be able to pick up on those clues. You're going to be able to pick up on the, like, oh, something's off. You have I'm going to ask how they are. You're going to have a hunch, blah, blah, blah. But for stuff like that, when you're, like, asleep and you, you feel, feel a pain or, like, you're, you know, I've heard of twins who have known when the other twin has gone through, like, extreme heartache. Like, mm-hmm. there was another girl who is an identical twin who said that she knew the moment that her twin's boyfriend broke up with her. Really? Wow. Uh, because she just felt overwhelmingly, like, you know that, that heartache that, like, you feel in your stomach? going to say like you're in the pit of sick to your you're stomach. Almost, yeah, yeah, you're sick. Yeah. And Ugh. she felt that she was in class, they were in high school, and she felt that. And, of course, the argument is, well, you knew that they were having issues. You kind of assumed sure. it's like, yeah, but I didn't know that he was going to break up with her in between 6th and 7th period when right. I got this, like, feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you ever I- felt a physical... I don't know. I guess, like, come to think of it, we've never had any serious physical issues other than that teeth. Like, we've never had broken bones and we've never oh, had good. any kind of serious medical issues. So, if we broke all. your finger right now, do you think Cody Cody Let's just know? test it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's test the theory. We're going to do a scientific experience. 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 <laughs> Real quick. It's the beer. This half of a Bud Light Platinum is really Made you wasty. to me. Did yeah, Cody feel it when you fell flat on your face on cement on your, like, 22nd birthday? Oh, that was 23. <laughs> well, that was 23. Oh, my gosh. No, he was probably too drunk himself. That's <laughs> true. I was like, that was his birthday, separate. too. Yeah, I mean, he was, it was his birthday, too. So, I guess he was, I would think that alcohol would sort of deaden that. That, uh, you had a like big old bleeding chin. Oh my gosh, I still can't grow hair there it, on my beard. It's like you have is a, it a tiny, scar. Yeah. Oh, it it's is. Like a very faint, yeah, it's I like witnessed it that bald night. right on the underside of my chin. <laughs> Logan and I had to be on set the next day. It was when we were still doing background work, and we had maybe slept an hour and a half, and he had split his chin open, and we went to set. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Bright and early. Did you? Have to, you didn't have to get stitches. No, it wasn't like it was like really scraped and bleeding. But like we debated, like even in our drunken state, me and Joey were like, should we call the (laughs) ambulance? Like you were bleeding a lot, but then we were just like, whatever, go to bed. We'll check it in the morning, which is so bad. But you were okay. Yeah, you were all right. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like they're the only other thing, the only other like really, really weird thing. Okay, so on my dad's side of the family, very new age kind of family and stuff like that. Right. We have like holistic health kind of situation. Kind of more like more like psychics and and stuff. Like they Ooh. consult psychics and my wonderful my family oh, does I that like kind it. of thing. They like my brother was taking my twin brother was taking classes like to do astrological charts and stuff like that. So awesome. that side of the family is very uh, much like that. My mom's side of the family not so much, you know. But uh, so we uh, sort of grew up with that kind of thing and. They, uh, well, we had this family friend who's a psychic. Her name's Frances. 
she's very wonderful, um, a wonderful person. But she said that growing up in our mom's house, there's always there's just weird things um, that would happen in that house just at night, you know, like when you were alive or before. When we were oh, when we were uh, when we were in high school. Oh, when okay. you were in high school. Yeah, okay. when we were in like middle school and high school, we lived in that house and. We thought it was haunted just because I remember, like, I would go downstairs and it would look like there were people who have been playing pool and stuff because I could hear the balls, like, moving, hitting moving each and other hitting yeah. and stuff like that. And it made me very upset one night. I was in middle school and my mom came down and stuff. And she was like, she was like, uh, and she said, she's like, it's okay. I hear it too and stuff. And I was like, what? You heard it too? What do you mean you hear it too? That, that is like, not comforting. I was like, that is not comforting. <laughs> yeah. Oh and God. so, uh, but, and so we would see these kinds of things. Cody said he saw this person. Like a, and, an apparition? Yeah, like kind. sort of when he woke up, he was sitting at his desk and stuff, because we had separate rooms. But I would sort of see him, um, like in the morning, I'd be getting ready in my room. Uh, we both had our own bathrooms, and I would be getting ready, and I would see, because my closet and my bathroom were sort of uh, adjacent. So okay, if I was so standing like- at my sink... Like getting ready, you could see into your closet. Yeah. I could sort of see like if someone could walk past like my peripheral vision mm-hmm. right. into my closet, and I would see it. Yeah. And so a few times I would see someone walk by, and I would think it would be Cody, you know, like going into my closet before school to because he didn't want to wear any of his clothes or something mm-hmm. like that because we would obviously wear each other's clothes sure. and stuff, which is awesome. Go on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, great uh, part of being a twin. And so there were so many times, like probably two or three times, that would happen, and I would be talking to him. And he wouldn't respond. I'm like, Cody, what? And I go into my closet and no one's there. And so, but the craziest thing was, is that uh, getting ready, I remember like we would use a hairdryer to dry our hair, mm-hmm. um, each of us. And I remember like, I would always hate using a hairdryer because I felt like it made the spirit angry. Like there's uh-huh. this like dread that would come over me when it was on what you know like this weird like horrible feeling and i remember one night cody and i were getting ready for a party i was just getting ready in his bathroom because i was like we were talking and stuff like that and cody like was about to like turn on his hair dryer and he looked at me he goes he's like i feel like it makes him angry (gasps) he like turned and and he and he looked at me and he said that he was like and because he had this weird look on his face and i was like what what's wrong and he was like I feel like it makes him angry when we turn it on. And I was like, what? I think that too. I was like, I think that too. I don't think oh it makes God. him angry. He doesn't like the hair dryer and stuff. And so, yeah. Holy so that's buckets. also like, that's also a ghost story. It's With a, a twin story. connection. With a twin well, connection. The psychic, said that, the psychic said that there was a spirit in the house, but it had, um, it had attached itself to us because it was looking for its lost twin or something like that. Oh. And it had like attached itself to me and Cody because we were twins and there was some, so that's know, why you saw it. The most. Yeah. Or they had, we had like twin energy or something like that. So he had like attached himself to us. So he would go back and forth between our rooms and stuff. Wow. So that was, was kind of weird, you know? So Francis your... believed a twin ghost was in your house, right, but without yeah. its twin. Right. My Which goodness. Which is very sad. I know. Which is terrible. Yeah. Where's your twin? Yeah. <laughs> so Crying is fun. That's pretty crazy. And then as far as like the psychic stuff, we do like, 
Um, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. No. I don't, I don't tell a lot of people this, even though I, I know you so well. This. <laughs> it's it's only something that like, I'm pretty sure every time you tried to talk to me about it, I'm like, don't say anything. Every way you come on the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> Save your story. Don't tell me anything. Word. I want to be fresh, but like, <laughs> uh, so like my my dad does uh, card readings and stuff. But we like tarot cards. See, everyone says that. It's, oh, and I thought this was or I thought playing it was card reading, playing cards. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Which a lot of people haven't heard of that for some reason. I, Joe bought me actually for Christmas this really cool old book from like the fifties, um, like the the kind of old where like if you open it, the pop, the top, like the the first page is gonna like fall out. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it teaches it you how to do the the playing card yeah. readings. I'll show it to you when we're done because recording. Because Cody's cool. so cool. Cody's pretty good at that. I'm sort of nervous when it comes to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or, I, fair. or I like doubt myself a little yeah. bit. So if we, but if we do it together, it's it's a whole lot better thing for me. So I can oh. we can sort of work off of each other, even if we don't agree. I feel like it's it's like a better reading. Okay, you know? the we, twin energy helps. Yeah, if we because the we twin can energy. Sort of, yeah, because uh-huh. it can sort of help um, get a better reading and stuff. So, but we haven't we don't do it very often. That's so years. interesting. That's really when we're cool, like, maybe it's like with our powers combined, right? Right, exactly. The strength <laughs> of the twins, exactly. I so like that. we do that kind of thing. So we talked about physically, you guys, the small differences, the right-handed and left-handed. Is there anything personality-wise where you guys are like totally different, or are you pretty like pretty similar? Well, I mean, see, like this brings up like the nature versus nurture kind of yeah. thing. I feel uh-huh. like because when we were younger. I felt like I would tell people who hadn't met him who were meeting me and they find out I'm a twin, I would be like, oh, well, you know, you've met me and you've basically met him mm-hmm. because yeah. we're, we're so, so much alike. But now I feel like since, since we we're 18, we went to different colleges and we've lived in different cities and we've lived apart. We have become a little bit different, you know? So it's the nurture. Yeah. So there's a sort of life experience aspect that's, Life experience and also, you know, you get to, like, kind of discover who you are. Right. You get right. an identity out of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I imagine yeah. growing up as a twin, it's kind of like, I mean, you got to share everything, which isn't always a bad thing. I no, miss yeah. so much living with my sister because yeah. we would share clothes all the time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like having two separate wardrobes sure. all the time. Yeah. Do you ever, like, see Cody wearing something and you're like, that looks awesome. I'm going to get me I want to wear it. Okay, no, because I always <laughs> see this is the different. I guess the difference is that I make fun of him because I say he dresses like a stepdad. <laughs> because he, so you don't like his style. Does he dress a little older than he is? I feel like he wears those shoes, like the stepdad shoes. I don't know, like boat shoes. They're like what are they called? Like Clarks or something? I don't know. Clarks. I feel like they're. I'm sorry, anyone likes the Clarks, <laughs> but, sorry about, <laughs> but it. sorry about it. But uh, but yeah, I feel like and just very. He dresses very plainly. I dress plainly, but maybe a little bit more. You have modern. a little bit of edge to your. But that's style. also Joey. Like, yeah, it's I your mean, boyfriend and LA in yeah, general. And LA, yeah. I and I generally don't like buy clothing, and my boyfriend Joey loves to buy a lot of clothing, so I just wear his stuff. There you go. And wear the same size. So God, that's so fun. convenient. It's like you got a new wish, twin oh, closet God. from your boyfriend. Which is exactly. So yeah. So. So yeah, and Joey dresses a little bit more edgy, so maybe that is the reason why. Your you know. style got an upgrade. Oh yeah, because before I moved to LA, it was very, very much the same as Cody. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah. Where you know. did he live while you were in LA? 
Well, he was finishing up his degree at, in Knoxville, Tennessee, at UT. Oh, gosh, that's completely different. Right. right I was yeah. trying to think of, like, why his style would be stepped in. No kidding, like, yeah. Let me judge where he lived. There it's all, like, polo shirts and, sure. like, khakis or something, you know? Yeah. Super, that's super like conservative. Right, yeah. And then, um, and then he lived in San Diego, which is... Which is a little bit... It's different. It's not quite it's as, not like, flashy oh, yeah, as L.A., but oh, it is. They are yeah. so relaxed. It's a beach town. It's literally mm-hmm. just, like, board shorts and t-shirts every yeah. day. Like, right, yeah. You'll go out and, like, see casual. people in, like, active wear at a yeah. bar or something like that. Even I mean, at clubs, you see flip-flops. Right, Which yeah. is, like, in L.A. You that see is that like, a lot huh. in NoHo, because NoHo has, like, eight dance studios. Oh, my So you're gosh, constantly yeah. like, why are there so many girls in sports bras? Oh, they just came from their hip-hop class. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, we're we're growing more and more different, but but we're still we're still very similar, you know, super similar. Yeah, he lives in LA now. Oh yeah, yeah. I was does. just saying that for like the crowd, like he's in LA now, right? Yeah, and crowd. you guys, the crowd, All the those, you yeah, know, the crowd in front of us, <laughs> that bustling crowd, the listeners, the cats. Um, is, does he live <laughs> close to you? Uh, he lives actually in Highland Park now. He moved. Okay. Oh my god, that's a I great love Highland area. Park. I was no, just I'm, gonna say, yeah, it's like I'm loving my dreams, it. Spot. Actually, I love Highland Park. That's Have you a... been to La Quavita? No, not yet. Go to La Quavita. It's my favorite bar in Highland Park. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've right. been to like the York and another bar close to there. There's a, I think there's one called the Hole that. It's like a goth bar. Oh. Awesome. Which is super fun. Let's yeah. take a field trip. I would absolutely go to the goth bar. Yeah. Uh, La Quavita, when you walk in, it looks like you walked into a horror movie. They have all these like old chandeliers <sighs> hanging from the ceiling, Ooh. and everything's really dark, but they have the best music. It's all like the Smiths and like oh, nice. Elsa's sound system. Is there, is there like and there's a patio okay. that wraps around it, you know, but it's like oh, it's a tiny lovely. little alleyway patio. It's super cool. Is there a pool table in the back? No? I don't think there's a pool table. Okay, I could be wrong because I almost always sit out on the patio because it's always so nice in Highland Park. I've mm-hmm. literally know, yeah. never been there. It's not, like a bad... you know, we live in the valley, so it's super yeah. The valley is fucking nice. Highland it's Park, it's cooler, yeah. it's nicer. I'd like the neighborhoods are just so cool. Like I feel yeah. like you can walk everywhere there well, yeah, and feel good about it. They have life. houses from you know like the 1920s, which is pretty yeah. old for LA. Oh, know? that's yes. super old. For super LA. old for LA. Like it's my so cool. yeah, my brother's boyfriend, his house is. Uh, built in 1920. Oh, no. Nice. What? So, not what haunted, a dream. Though. Not, not haunted, haunted no. that you know I'm of. disappointed it's that, not haunted, <laughs> but that's Cody still just happened. moved in, though, so you might bring hey, something. So we'll see. <laughs> no, it's like, Cody's got that connection. He'll yeah. see somebody if it's there. If, if right, there's yeah. something there, he'll see it. I have a couple stories. Joe's mother sent me some stories. Joe's, uh, handsome Joe, his mom is an identical twin. So I asked her, obviously, if she had anything, and she gave me a couple little ones. So for in uh, in their third grade spelling bee, so her and her sister, twin sister, were in separate classes and separate rooms. Their names are Jane and Joan. They were Aww, in separate classes, cute. separate rooms, and they each, they had a spelling bee, and they each misspelled only one word on the test, and it was the same word, and they misspelled it the exact same way. <gasps> Whoa. And they were, like, not in the same Not even together. Yeah. That's fun. Um, when they were teenagers, they only had to, oh gosh, when they were teenagers, they only had to look at one another to know what the other one was thinking, which again, yeah. that could be something that's very like, oh, absolutely. Sure. I mean, I can that's look true. at Lauren and know what she's thinking. Do you it's remember true. Fruit Loops? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that, how could we, I ever We had uh, nicknames at parties when, uh, when like, if a creeper over. came over and you wanted to get out of the situation, we would come up with a nip, nick 
like little code word at the beginning of the night and it was always like sugar smacks fruit loops lucky charms something like that it was always like a serial name and there was one night where this guy came up and sat next to lauren and lauren gave me this look and it wasn't even like a super because he was looking right at her so it couldn't yeah, be I couldn't like, do like my like, bug eyes i was just like trying <laughs> to look at ashley like understand and i was me. like fruit loops and, and she I go, was like yep. yep and i was like oh come here i have to go to the bathroom and it was and she so got me like, out of the situation <laughs> but yeah he was literally staring at me so all i could do was give ashley like a stern she look, just like and she was like fruit loops. Fruit yeah. Loops. yeah so like yes. that happens. So it can happen but um, and then another one, this one's kind of crazy. When they were in their 20s, they gave each other the same exact birthday card. Whoa, And they I got it from that. a different place. It wasn't like, well, we both went to Target. They got sure. it from, like, I don't know if they had Targets back then. But they got the, each other the exact same birthday card. That's awesome. And then this one, after having not been to the DMV in years, they both went to the same motor vehicles the same day at the exact same time and bumped into each other. Obviously, their licenses expired on the same day, but their licenses had been expired for a while, so it wasn't like the uh, day that they expired. So they so both happened to go on the same, the same day. Right. It was like they both let their licenses lapse for like months, <laughs> and then happened to show up at the exact the same DMV on the same day, day at the really same cool. time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love that. I guess. I, I mean, it sort of made me think of. Um, you're talking one of those things <laughs> you just said. Uh, <laughs> With, birthday uh, card spelling birthday me. Cards. <laughs> well, yeah, with the birthday cards, like choosing the same thing, uh, choosing something to wear, like during high school, uh-huh. I, I would th- like maybe it, it happened literally like twice a week where we would come down and be wearing almost the identical like thing. I mean, we had a uniform, for, uh, not a uniform for school, but a dress code, uh-huh. but still it'd be like the same colored shirt or the same, you know, polo shirt or something right. like that and pants and stuff and shoes. And would you have to be the one to change because you were... The youngest. Okay, well, we would like, <laughs> like to trade wait. off, but like I'm usually just be like, okay, I'll go and change, you know. Oh, that's I'll nice do it of Because I'm nicer, yeah. Because I'm, I'm nicer. I'm the younger, nicer brother. <laughs> right, yeah. Do it. I have friends, um, Natalie and Nikki Langenfeld. They're some of my best friends that I grew up with, and they are not twins at all. They're sisters, and they're two years apart. I want to say. I think Nikki is a year younger than me. Maybe one. Maybe just a year apart. But I am not kidding. They, so they don't live in the same place anymore. Nikki lives in Illinois. I think Natalie is in Iowa finishing up school. I could be wrong. She could have moved back to Illinois. But they will show up. She'll come from school. Show up to, like, go with Nikki to, like, the movies or out to eat or whatever. They will be wearing the same thing. Either the exact same shirt or the exact same color. And... It, but it's to a point, it's not, if that happens every once in a while, that's not weird. But yeah. it's to a point where every single time they get together, they're wearing the same thing almost. And they will oh, post oh a picture gosh. and be like, this happened guess again. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so their connection crazy. is just They're so just sisters? Strong. Two years apart? Yeah. yeah. I think they're a year apart, actually. Year I think Nikki's like one Irish year younger than twins. Me I feel like they yeah. call yeah. that when they're that close. Really? Yeah, there's like, that's the they term. They are Catholic. Irish twins. Year, yeah. They're that's Catholic. It. Which usually those siblings oh. are very close as well. Yeah. It's so weird. It's very strange to have that sort of connection. Luckily, Jamie and I, we were at least so different in taste. We never had to worry about it. Same with me and my sister. We never had the same outfits. And I, like, I didn't didn't even fit into the same things because her boobs were so large. When I tell you that she has big boobs, it's not just like, oh, like a C, like double D sometimes bigger. I was like, I can't. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't. I texted my sister-in-law because she's a twin. She's a fraternal twin. So it's a little different. We've mostly right. been talking about identical, but there's still a connection. And they, my sister-in-law, Erin, lives in Illinois, and Katie, her twin, lives in Arizona. So they live far apart. Um, but Katie, one morning in Arizona, woke up with really bad cramping and felt like she had been doing sit-ups and the burning was just getting worse and worse and worse. It lasted all throughout the day. She didn't know what was wrong. Then she finally got this weird feeling to call Erin, her sister. So she called to tell her that she thought she was going to have the baby that day because Erin was very, very pregnant. And Erin, as she called her, was actually at the hospital and was in labor and was about to be admitted and you could, I guess, chalk this up to saying, well, like, she was about she to give she birth. Gonna, yeah. She knew. But the weird thing is that she was two weeks early. Like, Jacob, her son, had oh, come early. So and Katie like... still had this physical burning all day and then just said, I think you're going to have the baby. My stomach's burning. And she's like, I'm being admitted to the hospital right now. And it was two weeks before he was supposed to be born. So that was pretty cool. And then their children, Katie has kids, too. Um, Aaron's daughter, Mary, and Katie's son, Lawrence, have the same birthday. So that's oh, cool. cool. Like year and everything. Mm-hmm. They like, were same day, same year, what? like hours apart. Yep. That's so crazy. that's really weird. And then she just kind of went along the lines of like any time Aaron has this like sinking, depressed feeling, she calls Katie immediately because if Aaron can't pinpoint what it is in her life that's bothering her, she's like it's Katie. So she'll call her immediately, and like every time it's Katie being like, I did just have the fucking worst day and I need to like scream and cry. And she'll like vent to her and Katie does the same to Aaron. Like you okay? And Aaron will be like, I just got a car accident. Like something horrible (laughs) will have happened. And she said, it's just like, they have a connection that's deeper than anything she's ever felt. And she's married to my brother. And she was even like, this beats your brother. Like it's different. (laughs) It's like, it's different than a husband. It's different than a normal sibling. Like the twin connection is just so strong and like, they just feel each other's feelings, which is nuts. That's so, so crazy. Cool. So, so, yeah. Guys, in your phones. I know. And I'm normally Ooh. on it. I don't know why that was. <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's crazy. I had a story pop in my head and I forgot. Oh, I, I did want to mention, I'm not going to go into the details. I just kind of wanted to bring it up a little bit because I thought it was cool because um, Austin, uh, Austin Hanner, who's going to be a guest in like two or three weeks, I think, and he kind of, I'm going to have him tell you the story, but just to give you like a little taste, Austin was actually a twin, but his twin died, I believe, in the womb, I believe before he was born, or possibly while they were born, I'm not sure, but it was very, very young, and Austin's mother and brother, his other brother, have seen his twin before and it looks just like him now it's almost like he's aging with austin oh interesting um it could be a you know multiverse situation another time where like had you know had he survived he would be in the kitchen with his mom right now you know what i mean but yeah she sees him around her apartment and it looks just like austin and it's like it's his twin that's kind of cool i like just to be able to be like hey i'm seeing the boy i didn't get to yeah meet. yeah that's very cool and his brother's seen it too and austin has a couple little stories that he's gonna tell but i just think that's a really interesting strange twin phenomenon as well that is so strange i've never heard of something like that no I have some bonkers stories. (laughs) So, Lydia Fairchild is her name. This is a crazy case. 
Lydia was a proud mother of three who ended up having to fight in court to prove that the children born from her body were her own children. So when she was 26 years old, she was unemployed and applying for public assistance in Washington State. Everyone in her family had to be tested to prove that they were all related. The Department of Social Services called Fairchild and told her to come immediately. And what Fairchild thought was going to be a routine meeting with a social worker turned into an interrogation. The mother was suddenly a criminal suspect because her DNA did not match the DNA of her children. The DNA showed that, yes, her boyfriend was the father of her two children, and yes, she was related, but she was not the mother of the children. So not only was she denied government assistance for herself and her young children, she was now suspected of possibly acting as a paid surrogate mother and committing welfare fraud, and the court was planning to take her kids away from her permanently. She immediately gathered witnesses to the births of her children, gathered photographs and evidence of her pregnancies, etc., etc. She even got her obstetrician, who was there for all three births, to vouch for her in court, but none of that mattered because DNA tests are considered, like, infallible, and her DNA does not match those of her children. DNA tests were ordered from three different labs, but it didn't matter. The children were not hers. Uh, It took a long time for her to find a lawyer that would represent her, um, what with having to go against DNA evidence, Mm -hmm. because that's basically a case you can't win. But she finally found an attorney, Alan Tyndall, after thoroughly investigating other cases similar to hers, they found something crazy. Lydia was her own twin. Right. It's uh, called chimerism. chimerism. Yeah. yeah. So there's only 30 documented or known cases worldwide. Pretty much you wouldn't know unless something like this happened to you. Right. Um, so she was meant to be a twin. And in her mother's womb, the two fertilized eggs fused. So it's kind of the opposite of being conjoined. Right. Where they split too late. They She fused. was a twin and then they fused together. Um, becoming one fetus that carries two distinct genetic codes, two separate strands of DNA. And it just so happens that Lydia's uterus is not hers. It's her twin sister's. So technically, Lydia is the aunt of her three children, not the mother. That right. is insanity. I mean, she is the mother. Like, she, she is the, the mother. Children, it was just her uterus. DNA wise, yeah. she is not the mother of her kids. She's the aunt of her children. Yeah. I can't even wrap my head around what? that. What? What? <laughs> like, to end the story on a happy note, she ended up getting, you know, oh, obviously, God. kids did not get taken <laughs> away from her. They like, they, well, they like, finally proved yeah, that, like, this was happening. But, like, that's insane. Whoa, I didn't know that could happen. Yeah. Very cool. Um, we are like running out of time, but I want to hear about some twin criminals. Twin crimes. Oh <laughs> there are so many. It. I'll read like a few of the okay. really good ones. Um, yeah, so for some reason twin crime is a thing in the world and I don't have like science to back any of these stories up. It's just stories of twins committing crimes. Well, I really together. think it has to be it's just, you guys like to do the same thing. Yeah. You have, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys have similar interests? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most so it, yeah. It's your hobbies, you know? Murdering some murder, some burglary. <laughs> you know. So, Ronnie and Reggie Cray were English gangster twins who were said to have ruled London in the 1960s. It all began when these two amateur box 
boxers were called up for the National Military Service. They were arrested for assaulting multiple officers while absent without leave. In prison, the two poured a tub of hot tea over a pair of guards, handcuffed an officer, and set their own bedding on fire, finally finished with assaulting a guard with a vase. Needless to say, they were both given dishonorable discharge from the army. Their boxing careers ended immediately because of this discharge, so the two decided to start a nightclub as their next business. The Cray brothers brought, bought a beat-down old club where they ran several protection rackets. Throughout the 1950s, they also became involved in hijacking, armed robbery, and arson. By the 1960s, the two were considered celebrities, owning a popular nightclub with the support of rich bankers. The two were, for the moment, untouchable. They continued to be involved in criminal activity and perpetrated prison escapes, murders, and a number of threats. Inspector Leonard Reed was assigned to bring these two down, but was often confronted with a wall of silence because witnesses were too scared to talk about them since they were the most feared men in town. But after years of gathering evidence, the Craze and 15 other members of their operation were arrested. Ronnie was diagnosed as clinically insane and lived the rest of his life in a hospital, while Reggie became a born-again Christian, and after 30 years of prison, he got to leave and live the remainder of his life with his wife. Wow. Wow. So they had a weird ending at the end after, like, doing everything together, which I thought was interesting. Um, There's the Spahalski twins who met in jail. In 1978, at Auburn Correctional Facility, Robert and Stephen Spahalski were both incarcerated together. The twins had both been living lives of crime, but neither of them knew that the other was a murderer. I thought I was the only murderer in the family, said Stephen in an interview. Stephen, at a young age of 16, had murdered a 48-year-old man who had allegedly approached him sexually. Once released, Stephen was arrested several more times for robbery, kidnapping, and parole violations. Robert, his twin, had been in and out of jail multiple times, but had not been convicted of anything too serious until 2005. Robert stumbled into a police station and confessed to four separate murders. He admitted that the murders were mainly a result of smoking crack cocaine and being mentally ill. Robert was later classified as a serial killer and sent to prison. The two never operated together, but much debate has been brought up to whether their upbringing made them this way, nature or nurture. But they were both separately killers after not seeing each other for years. Do you happen to have the story about the Whispering Twins? That already sounds creepy. I don't. <laughs> have you heard about those? No. I don't Tell remember me. their names, though. There were these two twins. They were women. I'm going to see if I can find it. You tell a story. I'll see if I can find this thing. <laughs> I was like, look it up. Oh, the silent twins? Yes. Mean? Yes, I do have that. Oh, word. yes. I was looking through but what I had. they whispered to each other. They, yes. They would only, They have yeah, their own they, language. Okay, okay. June and Jennifer Gibbons. Yes, tell it. So. They're, cra- they're crazy. I love I them. I was like, whispering. Yes. June and Jennifer Gibbons were famous for never speaking to anyone outside of their immediate family. The two children grew up in Wales and were so inseparable that they developed their own language. The two troubled with a speech impediment and as a result were constantly bullied at school. They found sanction in each other and their writing. They were obsessed with their diaries and often wrote slightly demented and frightening fiction. The two of them have both been published, but after a series of rejections from magazines, they decided to turn to a life of crime. They committed a number of felonies, including arson and petty theft. And as a result of their crimes, they ended up in the high security mental institution called the Broadmoor Hospital. And after years on antipsychotic med- medication, the two realized that they could not even live with each other. As long as they were both alive, they were holding each other back. So Jennifer agreed to be the one that died so June could live her life to the fullest. Within the next few days, Jennifer died of heart inflammation, and the causes are unknown. She, like, 
decided that she to was die. gonna die. And she did. And she just died. And of a she heart just condition. died. Yeah, it wasn't murder. It was just like a heart issue. And she just died and June lived. What? Who? Why? <laughs> I don't know why I thought they whispered to each other. All the time. <laughs> kind of. I, was, I mean, like, they in like, my head. They had their own like, language. Whispering to each other. Yeah, I mean, they had their own language. <laughs> That's so true. Like... Maybe that was it. They had their own language. Yeah. Um, That's weird. I've That's never so met a twin, a twin, like a set of twins that have their own language. Because we never did. We just remember. Uh, was it Pig Latin? Oh yes. Yeah. I never learned how to speak it. Did you? I didn't either. Because some people could just speak it. They're They'd like, go so gonna, quick. They, 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 I know. Yeah, you know? my mom. I was like, it's like I understand yeah, yeah, how you yeah, form yeah, the yeah. words. Like I've been taught, but I can't speak it that quick. Like how do people yeah. just get the words? And they're like, oh, you just do this and this and this. It blows my. I mind. don't think it was Pig Latin though, because Pig Latin is like "ite nay," is yeah. night. But it was something where you put like a good, like different. It was like good, 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 good. Yes, I was thinking of the same thing, but it's not Pig Latin because that's like "it nay." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was called. But people at school would do it so quickly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, I was like, them. how'd you form that so fast? Anyways, go. I just didn't Getting started. That's, behind, that's beside the point. Um, let's see if there's another Hell. good one. Um, the Whitehead sisters, um, they were young, so this is kind of dark and weird. Tasmia and Jasmia Whitehead got into a fight with their mom and were forced by the court to move in with their great-grandmother. Two girls had become involved with drugs, according to their mother, and according to the twin girls, their mom was hypocritical and a liar. The girls were about to move back into their mom's home, and pressure was building. Counselor said that Jasmia once said, if I have to move back in with my mother, I will kill her. But they moved back in anyway. Great. So one morning after <laughs> waking <laughs> one morning after waking up late for school, they went to the kitchen while their mom was cooking. The mother picked up a pan to hit Jasmia, so Tasmia grabbed the pot out of her hand and a knife. The three of them got into a fight, and the mother was stabbed. Her spine was severed, and she had stab wounds puncturing her lungs and jugular. The girls decided to go to school as if nothing had happened, and on the way home, they hailed down an officer to say they had found their mom lying dead on the floor when they arrived home. The officer noticed bite and scratch marks on the daughters and realized that there had been a fight. In court, Tasmia pleaded to voluntary manslaughter, possession of a knife, and falsification in government matters. Jasmia, however, denied the plea and decided to go to court, and now she's serving a life sentence in prison. So I love those stories of, like, they committed the crime together, but then one of them just, like, bails at the last second. Or, like, one of them goes insane and the other's like, nah. Like, I just think that's well, one of them decides to stop beating their heart. Like, one yeah. of them's just like, yeah. well, I'm just gonna well, die. Well, I'm gonna I'm die just now. Gonna give up. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. We would never do that to that's each so other. so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Here's one more just really quick one. Might as well. Um, Sonny and Gina Han came to Irvine from South Korea to attend high school in the United States. The two were co-valedictorians of their high school. Of course, because they're identical twins. Yeah. Um, but they soon, but soon the law corrupted their relationship and high standings. Sonny was jailed for stealing credit cards and Gina took $40,000 from different families and friends. Sonny pressed charges against Gina for burglary and grand theft. Later, as a result of their disputes, Gina attempted to murder Sunny. Gina had tied up her twin and forced her to sit in a bathtub and now faces 26 years to life in prison. Two teenage boys, one of which possessed a loaded gun, were also arrested that had been conspiring with Gina before the crime. These two twins ended up in one of the most publicized court cases of our time and have been featured in multiple documentaries, so you can go to learn more or Google them, Sunny and Gina Han. But I think Jesus. that was interesting. They, like, turned on each other. And they were co-valedictorians. Like, how do you fall so What far? about you guys? Do you, uh, grades-wise? 
we did were you the make same. similar grades? Yeah, okay. The same. Straight A's. No, okay. Just like, we were pretty good students. But, yeah, B's. But then A's when we were in college, we ended up studying different things. Like, we, he studied business, or finance, or finance. I don't know how you say it. Finance. But people say finance. But anyway. That's uh, Finance. I know. Doesn't that just, yeah. I hate that. But, uh, yeah, he studied finance, and I studied English writing, so that's very different. But I think he regrets it. He would have wishes he would have done something more artistic. Yeah, a little bit more creative, or or at least like studied like entrepreneurship. Yeah. It like, okay. It's a hard word to say. Sorry. It's not <laughs> an easy word entrepreneur- to say. Or something like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, he sort of regrets that, but yeah, he could never imagine like writing or something like that, even though he's a phenomenal writer. So. I don't know what that's So you about. both have the talent yeah. of writing, but he just doesn't want to pursue it. Right, yeah. He just doesn't. That's interesting. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. I feel Maybe. like we've been talking recently. What about uh, growing up, like, activities-wise? Like, did you guys have, like, the same activities? Like, were you, I don't know, did you play sports or were you in theater or were you, like, yeah. what did you do, like, extracurricular in high school? We were, mainly in high school, it was theater and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, theater and choirs and stuff like that. But... You know, what's so weird is that I'm the younger one, and I would always describe him as more dominant. You know, if we were, like, in a social situation or something like that, he would always be the one talking, and I would mm-hmm. be the one listening or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Or he would have the most attention and stuff. And so I always felt like he was the more dominant twin. But then looking back, I realized that, well, in high school, we were, uh, he lived with our dad for a couple of years, and I was in, which was in Las Vegas, and I lived in Nashville, Tennessee with our mother so we were separated Whoa, really yeah we were separated in high school that That's was so traumatic but but uh yeah he just didn't want to live with our mother anymore but um but yeah so he didn't really he had friends in lost face but he really didn't have any kind of like extracurricular kind of life but back in nashville i began like performing a lot yeah and and singing a whole lot and stuff like that and really kind of making a name for myself there and then mm-hmm. when he came back he started to do that kind of stuff and there are a lot of other things in our lives where i started something and he would do and it. then he like would start it as well whether mm-hmm. it's like you know cooking or or you know singing acting writing yeah writing and stuff and so even though i think he's the more dominant twin or at least on the outside he right. might be like that he um, kind of follows you more, in a private yeah. way you're the leader of, he kind of follows me in a, in a little kind of, yeah, in a kind of way. So I thought that's that interesting. Was, and that's only something that I've realized Later. recently, pretty recently. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I actually did stuff first, you know, yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> it was never something where, like, at the time you were like, I did it first. Like, it was right. my thing first. Right, yeah. Which, good. I have a story about a tumor. A tumor? Yeah. A tumor. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a the story. It's a Yamina Karanam. Is that how you pronounce her name? That's for sure. She was a PhD student who quickly moved to Indianapolis from India to study computer science. But her life in America quickly began to deteriorate. Once a brilliant student, she now had trouble understanding simple articles and basic math basic math equations. Friends and colleagues would say things to her and sentence would get mixed up in her mind. She was becoming dyslexic. It was like a horrible situation. Um, she became like completely exhausted all the time. 
She went away on like week vacation or something and returned more exhausted than when she left. She ended up sleeping for two weeks weeks straight. She missed school. Then she started having headaches and she started slipping in school and at work. Then she began to finally visit doctors, first a couple, then many doctors. Doctors finally spotted what appeared to be a cyst on her pineal gland, a small structure in the center of the brain that has been referred to by philosophers as the principal seat of the soul. Mm. So, you know, an important one. She grew sicker and sicker as the tumor grew larger. Reading became impossible. Soon she wasn't able to walk. So this is a PhD student studying to become like an engineer, and she can't even walk. She's only 26 years old. She couldn't feed herself. The location of the tumor posed a risk of safety, so doctors were hesitant to do anything at all. So basically, eventually, her friends set up this GoFundMe, essentially, and raised like $33,000 for her to go to San Diego. Oh, L.A. It's called the Skull Base Institute, which is insane. She flew to L.A. and had surgery. And when the doctor put the endoscope in her brain, he found that the tumor was not just a tumor. It was a teratoma, which is a clump of bone, hair, and teeth. And what? what most doctors think are twins that never quite developed and are absorbed in the surviving baby's body. She but it was in her like, head. It was in her she head. She had her twin in her head. Yes. So, Ew. Uh, newborns that never quite developed and uh, newborns, well, so this actually happens a lot more often than you think it is. So, newborns sometimes will um, have large teratomas attached to them like a conjoined twin. Uh Other times it's not until adulthood that people even realize that they have one. Some people never realize that they have one. So this girl ended up having one that basically was in her head and they took it out and it it had teeth, it had hair, and it was basically a tumor. But there was another guy in 2009, a British man named Gavin Hyatt, who basically gave birth to an undeveloped identical twin when a small lump pushed its way out of his belly button. And I'm pretty sure that's the grossest thing I've ever said on this podcast. Oh my god. I can't believe this is happening. Um, Now I'm going to be like checking my belly button. Yeah, there might be a triplet. (laughs) I had like a growth like on his belly button, couldn't figure out what it is, thought like maybe it was a hernia or like something, he couldn't figure it out, went in, they removed it and it had teeth and hair and it was like an undeveloped Twins. Why is it always teeth and hair? Like, <laughs> that would be the worst fucking thing that you could ever find. Teeth and hair. That makes me want to die. Oh, that's the worst. And then I have one more story and then we'll wrap it up. This is just kind of a like an insane coincidence that I can't believe. So, in 2002, a pair of 73-year-old identical twins were killed on a road in Finland, which isn't super unusual at first glance until you find out they were killed separately within two hours of each other. Whoa. The first of the twins was hit by a car and killed while he was cycling along the road, and then two hours later his twin died in the exact same way. The police had not yet informed the second twin of his brother's death, so his death was not a suicide. They just, just died the exact die same way. The exact Hours same way apart. on all, the exact same stretch of road, not the exact same spot. The exact same stretch of road within two hours. They got hit by a car separately. Whoa. Can you imagine that's another the biggest coincidence each other? that's ever? Yeah, happened. the yeah. odds. Because that's, that's not, not even, even like a twin, twin connection. That's just yeah, like a very weird. The weirdest coincidence thing. that's ever happened. That's weird. The only other thing that I was thinking of was I 
think they were British. The couple that, I think both the mom and dad were half black and half white. <gasps> yes. Yeah, and they gave Identical birth to Identical twins. Well, they were fraternal. Or were they fraternal? Yeah, okay. I think they were fraternal, but they one of the twins was dark-skinned like her parents, and the other one was like fair-skinned, blue-eyed, blonde hair. And but stuff. they were twins. But they're twins, yeah. Have you that's not seen fun. pictures of them? No, but that's First a blast. First of all, they're gorgeous. Second of all, they just don't look... They say they go together places all the time, and no one believes that they're even they're sisters. Twins. Right. Well, right. Related. Well, why? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you think that's so cool? Genetics. Genetics, Genetics are man. fucking weird. One <laughs> white and one black. Can you imagine? I can't wait to look at pictures. That's I know so they're fun. wonderful. I'll post a picture of it later because I, I remember. They've got to be older now. They are because this was like what five years ago yeah. or so. I remember it was at least have I had Facebook because I remember that's where it kept popping up. Oh yeah. That's the only reason. I, I mean, I'm just glad I'm not conjoined. Like. Yeah, that is yeah, a life of pain. It could have been. Like, never getting to do anything happened, alone. You know? And I, as I was doing the research, I talked about conjoined twins very briefly. Basically just mentioned what they are. But, like, conjoined twins can sometimes taste what the other is tasting, feel the pain that the other is feeling. Like, everything just connects and goes through each other. So you truly are just never well, living yeah, your own it's, life. It's you are living like completely through the person. It's one body with two, yeah, two separate consciousness. Right. But that, you're just never alone and never just living your own life. You feel everything they feel. I and just most of the imagine. time these days, conjoined twins can be separated. Right. Yeah, we have the technology yeah. to be able exactly. to, as long as they're not sharing vital an organs. organ that yeah. is completely vital. Exactly. Like, and it doesn't really even happen that often anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to happen a lot more often. That's true. Um, you don't now, hear about it as much. Well, now, especially, I mean, now you can monitor pregnancies from so soon. You can monitor pregnancies from, true, like, the yeah. time of conception. Right, almost. and you can see so much in the yeah. sonograms now of, like, what's going on, so. They were, even the doctor, well, the doctors were really surprised that we were so healthy when we were born because our mother was so much older. And it's mm-hmm. even actually uh, sort of strange that we're identical because our mother was 40 oh. when, she, when we were born. Because usually... You know, if the mother is older, it'll mean that they're fraternal because as you get older, you slough off more eggs yes. and stuff. And so it was kind of weird that we were identical, identical, and we were within a few ounces of each other. We were hmm. only we were it wasn't like one enormous each. twin and one small right. Twin. Yeah. yeah, they were afraid of that. The one of the doctors said like, "Oh, one of them's going to have Down syndrome, so just wow. be prepared for that." And I was like, "Man, that's... you guys got lucky and yeah, healthy and super healthy." Nothing wrong. Miraculous you know? moment. Yeah. I like it. Beautiful babies. Beautiful. Actually, the most My mother did not say babies. that. She was like, you guys looked funny when you were born. <laughs> so rude. I was rude. like, she's... Hey, they're very she's handsome she's gentlemen now. Yeah, they're she's extremely handsome now. <laughs> yeah, Logan and Cody are beautiful men. Also, if you haven't gotten this from the subtle hints we've been dropping, Cody and Logan are both gay, which is interesting. Yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing. Well, when you I, were talking about the, the serial... Or the, the murderers... <laughs> Okay. It reminded it me. It reminded me of my own relationship with my brother. No. So like they were like, uh, they were like, oh, we never talked about it or something like that. And yeah. growing up, that's something that we never talked about. You know, oh. he came out to me when we were twenty, and then I came out two years later. We never discussed it growing up. Wow. Even after he came out, I couldn't. We just it was a topic you just didn't. You just didn't cover. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're from the South. and Yeah, you're from sure. Tennessee. It's not yeah. the most progressive that place. That makes sense. Even For Nashville. Sure. But no. <laughs> yeah. So, Genetics. Yeah. So that's something we never talked about, but, you know, hey, it ended up... It all worked out. It all worked out. Yeah. So. 
Nature man. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, nature. nature. Genetics. Just so. I'm, food for thought. Yeah, I'm fascinated. Other, I haven't any, met any other um, gay twins where both of them are. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm actually, honestly, now that I think about it, I don't know that many sets of twins. I don't either. Because when we were talking about doing this episode, obviously you came up. Right. But like, <laughs> and then I started thinking, I was like, do I know any other twins? I, I can't don't. think of any. I mean, my sister-in-law, but I don't know her twin well at all. Whereas I know Logan I'm going to feel Cody. really bad when like eight of my friends text me. After right. I'm a twin. Like, hey, guess sure. what? I don't um, have any friends that are twins. Yeah. I don't think. I wonder if it's less common. I feel like growing up, I was surrounded by families with twins. Yeah. And I feel like. There were a bunch in middle school. Yeah. I feel like. Never. I don't know if there's. Maybe it's just because when you become an adult. Again, like you move away, your twin doesn't. You right. know, when you're in when you're in grade school, it's like if you're going to school with the twin, the other guy's there too. Yeah, we're right. so like and now we house. don't see yeah. them out together. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it's like, let's never wrap mind. This up. Anyways, let's wrap that's how it's been. Keep it weird. Um, that's all the time we have this Yay. week for keep it weird. Uh, remember to donate to our show this month. We are donating fifty percent of all of our proceeds for the month of September to MSAA. So you have an opportunity to show your support for the show and help out a good cause. <clears throat> Before we uh, go, we have to give a big thank you to Logan. Thank, oh, thank you. you, Logan. This was so that much was fun. That was great. I loved all your stories. Yeah, yeah. Was good. Being a twin's fun. Yeah. I wish everyone could be a twin. Aww. Do you? Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like you do really enjoy being a twin, and that makes me want to be a twin. Well, you always have someone there to, like... If, yeah. if something goes horribly wrong or, you know, there's always that security, that safety net, you know, so. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's Not true. Not a lot of you people have that, that no. you know? Yeah. It's okay. a closeness that people can't wrap their head around unless they're twins. That's true. I was going to ask even, I was going to be like, what was it like growing up as a twin? It's like, you have no reference. <laughs> it's like, uh, different. I yeah, have no you idea. Don't know what it's like, like I don't know what it's like growing up without a twin. It does kind one. of, I feel like it does, I mean, we're just. Like keep going. No, but, it's okay. I'm it does. Um, it does. I feel like it does. Sort of like put your other friendships and relationships into into a different perspective than maybe someone who isn't a twin. Um, because like we're so close that I growing up I never really thought that we had like really any kinds of close close friends, but we were close with them. But it just sort of paled and yeah, yeah, paled in comparison to it. So. So, uh, so yeah, you sort of, true. it does sort of, I don't know, kind of paint other kinds of friendships in a different kind of light. You think like, oh, well, I'm not really that close to them, but you are, you, you are, are. It's just not your like twin. It's just no not one's going to be yeah. as close as your yeah. twin. I mean, because so. that was what my sister-in-law was saying. She's like, I love your brother. He's my husband and I'm so happy he's my husband. But like Katie is my everything. Like her twin sister is like truly her everything. Right. Yeah. You can't compare anything to that relationship. Anywho. Anywho, anyways. Uh, um, so bye. bye. Logan's great. And Logan, what's bye. our sign-off this week? <gasps> Wait, what? What's our sign-off this week? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, whatever I, you I want. Pressure. And literally anything you want. What's a good twin want. quote? There's no good twin quote. Say something about quote. twins. I'll help you. Okay. You're the worst. You I know, but I, get, I came or up I with it and it like popped like, in my head. Okay, like, if it's a good quote, just say it. Okay. Come and play with us. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's right. creepy as possible. We're perplexed. 
Oh. Oh. That's like That's the new one. shining. The new one. shining <laughs> quote is. Yeah. Let's sign off with we're perplexed. Okay, okay. ready. We're, we're perplexed. perplexed. <laughs> and, and keep, keep it, it weird. weird. Perfect. episode by the way most of it okay because there's a moment where the microphone does something really weird or there's a demon in the apartment i'm not I sure mean, both probably. because i, mean, I can't yeah, i both. mean but there's a moment where you say something you're like no way and then right after you say it it repeats it's like no way <laughs> and i'm pretty sure ah! i'm pretty sure it's the <laughs> oh microphone God. doing something weird and not a demon, like, repeating what you're saying, oh but it could also God. be a demon repeating what you're Maybe saying. Maybe because the time that we heard the demon saying brother was murdered, it was a repeat of something that was said earlier. So yeah, I think but- you have, like, a parrot demon. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I saw that in the book shadow. <laughs>